You are listening to Heal Your Natural Wellness Podcast, episode number 25. Today, we're talking about how a holistic pediatric dentist treats her patients, her recommendations, and top hacks for optimal dental health. everyone, Astrid here from HealYouNaturally.com. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for tuning in. The Heal Your Natural Wellness podcast is produced twice a month. For your enjoyment and show notes are found at HealYouNaturally.com forward slash podcasts. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitches, Google, Alexa Play, Spotify, and all major podcast directories. You can also follow me on Twitter at heal the letter U underscore naturally and on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at heal you naturally. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Hey everyone, today I have a phenomenal guest. Her name is Dr. Stacy Whitman. She is a graduate for uh, from the Institute of Integrative Health, where she earned her international certification in health and wellness coaching and is currently enrolled in the Institute of Functional Medicine, soon earning her certificate in functional medicine. Aside from health and wellness coaching, Dr. Stacy is a board certified pediatric dentist in Portland, Oregon, where she offers a whole body of functional approach to her patient's care. Her passion is to educate people to feel empowered over their own well-being, and she believes diet is the key to overall health. By finding the root causes of disease, she is better able to make holistic recommendations to help guide you and your family to optimal health. Welcome to the Heal Your Natural Wellness Podcast, uh, Dr. Stacy. Thank you, Astrid. It's a very much an honor to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. Super excited. I've been uh, following you not for too long, but I've been super, super excited about your content. And I think you're going to bring a lot of value to my audience because there are not a lot, believe it or not, holistic dentists, biological dentists, things like that. It's something that I'm really excited about and interested in because of my own journey you know, which we're going to talk about, uh, not my journey, but, you know, some of the things that I think a lot of people are interested in. So uh, without further ado, like, like usual, I just want you to tell us a little bit, like, how did you start on your journey as a kids dentist and mm-hmm. health and wellness coach? Sure. So um, I was traditionally trained as a dentist, like, like we all are in a very conventional manner. And when I graduated, I was an adult dentist for a few years and practiced um, traditional dentistry. And I just was not satisfied in my career. Um, I was feeling a lot of sadness and, and frustration hearing the stories that so many adults have from experiences and traumas when they were children at the dentist, negative experiences. And then also, um, it was really hard for me because to change human behavior is very difficult. And so with working with adults, I just struggled, you know, when I was trying to educate and really help change behaviors in my patients and they would come back and, and not have really taken any of the recommendations I made. It it was hard for me. So I thought, well, why not just start 
upstream, you know, with the kids and start early educating the parents, keeping the kids healthy and also creating positive experiences for children. So I went and I got my, um, I went back to school and became a pediatric dentist. It's a residency program of two years. Mm -hmm. And again, I graduated and I practiced uh, fairly traditionally, but I myself always lived a bit more of a holistic lifestyle, if you will. And that really um, happened for me personally after I lost my mother very suddenly to cancer. I'm sorry to hear that. And so, thank you. Um, But it propelled me on this journey, you know, and um, so I cleaned up my life and then I, I wanted to translate that to my patients. And a lot of the dentistry I was doing, again, it was only band-aid approach. It wasn't really getting to the root cause of why these kids were coming in with cavity after cavity and gum disease and Mm -hmm. airway issues and crowded teeth and poor sleep and all of this, you know, behavioral issues. And so um, I opened my own practice and I made a transition into a functional and holistic pediatric dental practice. And I am so happy I did, um, not only for the effects that we're seeing in our patient population, but for me as a provider, I'm so much more satisfied um, seeing changes and being part of the solution because um, so much of it is about educating. And um, yeah, I mean, it's been great. And I still, it's it's the practice of dentistry. So I'm constantly learning and evolving and changing and growing my practice to become more of an integrative and functional biological and holistic practice for kids. Oh, that is excellent. Excuse me. Very lucky uh, Oregonians to have you around because we don't have a lot of biological dentists around here. Um, And so that's, that's phenomenal. You know, I wish you the best. Uh, We definitely see more, lots of success. And so we could have more of you. Now, um, I'm going to jump to my question real quick. So why don't you tell us, since we're kind of talking about holistic dentistry, what is, how does holistic dentistry differ from conventional dentistry? Great question. So the biggest thing that pops in my mind when I get asked that question is root causes. So a lot of dental practices are sort of the drill, fill, and bill model is kind of like this phrase that is said. And I practice that way too for a while. It's just, it's how we're taught. Um, But you're not spending a lot of time with your patient, educating them, getting to know them, and the family dynamic. Um, So we approach every patient as the whole, you know, holistic, meaning whole body, and that includes with working with children, the family dynamic too. Yes. So we're, we're looking past the mouth, past the teeth. And um, we're very airway and sleep focused at my office, as well as talking to parents about gut health, you know, GI health um, and asthma and allergies and just all of these things that really are quite interconnected. And while we're not treating these things, we're educating and able to guide parents into the right direction to get help and to be an advocate for their children. Um, We also are very mindful about the materials that we are using, using only the most green and non-toxic materials that we can, um, the safest materials possible. We like to be a, a community. You know, it's a place where parents can be heard 
and again, be advocates for their children and not be, um, you know, spoken down to or kind of told what to do. We want the parent to be part of the decision-making process because they are, you know, so I'm just here to educate and guide. And I'm, we create a team, a team dynamic. Um, we also, I mean, we just spend more time with our patients. So in, instead of like a typical 30 or 40 minute appointment, our appointments are like an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, because we are educating so much. You know, you come to the dentist twice a year, um, but what are you doing the other 365 days? And that's what we need to empower families and children to, to do is to take care of themselves when, when they're not here, when they're at home. Um, so that's, it's kind of a long-winded answer and it gets complicated, but, um, I like long answers, long answers. So the one, yeah, good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's the basic thing. I mean, um, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's just talking about the interconnectedness of everything and, and well beyond the teeth in the mouth. So. Yep, that I'm completely on with that. You know, that's what root cause is all about. That's what uh, uh, we we like. I always say we sound like a broken record. It's all intertwined. It's not just like you know, uh, um, oral health and like don't watch the diet and the and the the mindset. Even you know, we always talk about so educating the parents and being a team. That's such a beautiful uh, way to um, to go about it because when you work together with the parents. Um, and when, like you said, you know, like when I hear the judge, a lot of pediatricians, uh, in conventional, unfortunately, because I, I could say, because I've experienced it, I was kicked out of my pediatric group, uh, because of, uh, you know, I just the mere fact that when you, if you say you're holistic, um, they automatically kind of like label you. And so yeah, it's very unfortunate. Um, but listen, uh, it's all about, um, the best for our children. So I was just going to ask real quick. And when you said like, you use a lot of like, um, non-toxic, materials and like that why don't you tell us like real quick what are some of those things that you guys use sure I do I do just want to say it's unfortunate the word holistic has received such a stigma if you will it's it's overused you know I think people use it incorrectly or they market with it but um you know functional medicine and functional dentistry and holistic medicine it's very research-based and at least that's how I practice I mean everything is science and research-based so um, anyway, so for non-toxic, um, the things, well, first of all, we absolutely do not do any mercury restorations. It's never even been in my building or my office. So um, we use only the cleanest materials that are out there currently. And so those are generally ceramic-based materials. They're not the plastic or the BPA or the BizGMA filling materials. Um, I use a lot of ozone in my office too. And ozone is used in dentistry um, as a gas. It's a powerful antibacterial, antimicrobial Mm. and antifungal, antiparasitic. But we use that to help start shifting the microbiome of the mouth Um, because most disease is because of dysbiosis or an imbalance between the bad bacteria and the good bacteria in our body. So whether that's your gut health or your lung health or your oral health, if you're having issues, there's likely some sort of dysbiosis. And so what ozone does is it it helps kill bacteria and it helps initiate and jumpstart the body to heal on its own with other support through nutrition, possibly supplementation. Um, so we use that under all of our fillings. We use it under sealants to make sure we're not sealing bacteria in. 
Um, and we use it to help remineralize or reverse cavities also. Um, also in my office, we, we, are, we try to be as green as possible. That's part of our mission statement as well. And so we try to use recycled goods and you know, bamboo toothbrushes and things of that nature too, because we, you know, being mindful of the planet and how we're impacting that is hugely important too. And so we start teaching the kids about that as well. Oh, that is so awesome. Love it. That's how it's done, you know, and uh, a good uh, biological dentist will do that, you know, and that's the difference, guys. Uh, when you go to a conventional, I'm not bashing conventional dentists because obviously your choice, right? But um, what we always talk about in terms of going green, using less toxic materials is because in the long run, it's going to affect your health. Um, you know, so definitely I, I, that's something that we, we actually, I, I prefer, you know, but you, it's, it's up to you. Thank you so much for answering that. Yeah. Um, the other question is what are your, so hold on. I'm sorry. I think my thing went too fast. Um, the other question was, uh, what are your favorite, your favorite things for oral health? I saw one of your posts, you talked about your favorite items, your favorite, the, the things that you actually, uh, encourage your patients to use. Mm -hmm. So the motto at my office, we have a big marquee sign when you first walk in. Um, and then we have another poster when you first walk in, we it's eat the rainbow is our motto. And then we have a poster that says, let food be thy medicine. So first and foremost, it's, it's just eating a nutrient dense, um, whole food diet as best as possible, really limiting processed foods. Again, this goes back to my belief that diet is the key to overall health and what we're consuming and putting into our bodies is impacting us. Every fork, full of food that we put in our mouth has an impact. So we make it fun for the kids um, to, we, you know, they can wear rainbows to the office. They get extra prizes. We talk to them about why we want them eating the rainbow. We have eat the rainbow charts so that every day they can track if they're eating all their colorful veggies and fruits, but it's really educating the parents too. Um, I try to tell parents to really try to stay away from packaged or processed foods um, as many things that don't come out of bags and boxes, you know, so fruits and veggies and, and meats and cheeses and nuts and seeds and all of that, you know, is just so much better for our, our, our bodies and our teeth and generally won't cause cavities, but those, the crackers and the pretzels and the granola bars and the cereals and all those things that have become very normal in the standard American diet. Um, are really detrimental to our teeth. And, you know, they, they're very sticky and they're carbohydrates and they stick in our teeth. And especially with kids who will just let them sit there all day and not pick them out. Um, and they break down in sugar and acid and they cause a lot of problems. And we see a lot of cavities from families that are doing everything right. And then it, it really comes down to that their kids are just eating a lot of crackers and a lot of processed food. So that's my first one. Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just going to say something I recently read. I think it was Ask the Dentist. He was saying something he's about. Good, he's a good friend of mine, yeah. Dr. Brahena. He's oh. the best. 
Is he awesome? Maybe we'll just bring him aboard on board. You uh, should. Everyone should follow Dr. Brahena. He is a wealth of knowledge and he's my absolute mentor. So awesome. Yeah. I love it. Um, I, I was reading and he was saying something about um fish. What are the coolest thingies? The um, fish uh fish the crackers. Oh, goldfish. Goldfish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Brahana and I have like this anti-goldfish campaign happening. We we don't, I mean, it, just because it's what we see in our offices. And the thing is, you know, it's, we're not trying to be fear mongering or negative, but. Well, you have to raise awareness if you don't. really hard. I don't think people realize, you know, I come to work and my nine to five, except it's, you know, eight to four is I'm diagnosing cavities all day. I mean, cavities are the number one chronic disease in children in the world, and they're increasing. Wow. Um, and then that's a sign, again, of dysbiosis in the body. You know, your, your teeth are the hardest substance in your body, and they're dissolving. I mean, it's not typical. And if you look back at anthropological specimens, um, cavities were not around you know, the, you know, modern humans have been around for about 100,000 years. Cavities were first noted in ancestral skulls about eight to 10,000 years ago. So wow. for 90,000 years, we weren't getting cavities. And it's like, well, what gives? And it's the, it's the agricultural revolution. And then it's the industrialized revolution. So I think, you know, in modern society, we just think cavities are normal. Everyone gets them. My family has soft teeth. It's just part of our destiny. It's absolutely not true. Mm -hmm. And it's a sign of, of an imbalance in the body. And that being oh, said, wow. I've had cavities before and, you know, it's, it's no judgment. It's, but we're trying to help our children, right? We're trying to prevent future generations. We're trying to learn from our, our errors, if you will. Absolutely. So we're pretty strict with some of this stuff because this is, this is my, my day to day. And it's really hard to see this in kids, you know, and they're having pain and infection. And then a lot of them need to be sedated or have anesthesia, which I try, you know, as a holistic dentist, I try to avoid that as much as I can, but sometimes I still have to do it. And it's so heartbreaking. I mean, it's really emotionally taxing for the family for the child. And honestly, for, for me as the provider too, mm. um, you know, Dennis, we don't like to find cavities. We don't, <laughs> I would I, love a day when I came in, it was just no cavities all no day. Cavities, right. I know it's hard. So the goldfish crackers. I mean, if I could just say one thing is, is get rid of the crackers, just get them out of the house. And that being said, so like I'm a mom, so I like to be realistic and I get the parenting struggles. Um, but I personally don't buy them. I, they just don't come into my house. You, we now, don't either. Yeah. If, yeah. You don't it, if you don't have it, you won't consume exactly. it. Exactly. that if you, if you go somewhere else and they're there, like. Yep. And so I don't believe in being militant, you know, or you, you don't want to be so stressed out all the time. Like your kids do have to go out into the world and exist. And, and so you try to teach them, but if they go to a birthday party or aftercare or something, you know they make the choice if they want to eat something like that, but we just don't bite at the house. So anyway, that, yeah, we're pretty anti-cracker. Um, but on that same note, the other thing that I highly recommend to stay healthy and cavity free is to eat on a schedule. So grazing and snacking throughout the day 
is it significantly increases your cavity risk. Oh, wow. um, Why is that? Is that because so, you don't, you don't clean after? So every time you eat, um, chewing and your saliva, that whole process of mastication, that's part of the digestive process. And so your saliva starts breaking your food down in your mouth and it starts to the pH of your mouth lowers. And so your mouth becomes acidic. So, and that's normal. And then you're ideally supposed to allow two to three hours in between eating sessions to allow your saliva to raise your pH and naturally remineralize your teeth. So your oh, teeth wow. are, are not static. They're constantly demineralizing and remineralizing. And that's really normal, but it needs to be in balance. So if you're constantly snacking and grazing and eating, throughout the day, your mouth is constantly in a state of, of acid and the pH is low. And so eventually that tips and it becomes imbalanced and you start to lose more minerals in your teeth and gaining, and then you eventually get a cavity. So I do recommend parents. I know it's been so hard with quarantining and learning at home, but trying to get on an eating schedule. So like breakfast at 8am, your kids get a snack at 10 lunch at noon, snack at two or three, dinner at, you know, five thirty six. whenever you eat, maybe a bedtime snack and then to bed. Um, and that's the problem with those crackery chips and pretzels. We tend to, we tend to graze on them. We'll eat a couple and then we'll go do something and we'll come back and we'll eat a couple. And that's partly because those things don't satiate us. Like they leave, you know, the food scientists are smart. They, they want us eating more and more and more. Yeah. There's no fat, there's no protein. It's not filling us. It actually is making us want hungrier, more mm -hmm. hungry. Yeah. And that's a blood sugar issue. And that's a whole other talk. But anyway, oh, yeah. so getting on a schedule and then ideally water in between meals, you know, we, my girls pretty much only drink water. Um, of course, if they're at a birthday party or something, they'll, they'll get like lemonade. We absolutely do not do soda. Um, yeah, we don't either. You would like, yeah, that's one that's one thing that you do not want to really get them on. You know? No, it's a non-negotiable for me. There's nothing good about soda. I, like literally nothing. I I think anyway, I could go on go on and on about that. But so me too. water, <laughs> water is best. Um and then my next favorite thing that we talk so much about at my office is flossing and the importance of flossing. So almost all cavities that I find in teeth are in between the back molars. So where you can't see visually, you can only see on an x-ray. And that is why x-rays are very important at the dental office. And you can work with your dentist talking about, you know, an alternate schedule. But those first x-rays are really important to get in your child, especially if you haven't been flossing very regularly. So I recommend parents start flossing. Honestly, as soon as you can, you can start playing with those little floss sticks with a baby just mm -hmm. to get into the routine and to get them desensitized. But usually around two and a half or three years old, children have all their teeth, their molars are in and they're touching. So around two and a half, three, it, it's again, it's a non-negotiable at my house. We floss every single night. It's just like putting your seatbelt on. It is not negotiable. And oh, so what I, I love that. what I suggest, and the reason is it's, you're not only removing food particles, but you're removing biofilm, which is bacteria. And most of the bad bacteria in our mouths are anaerobic. They don't like oxygen. 
So they tend to congregate and thrive in areas of lower oxygen, which is in between our teeth and those crevices in between. And you really need to be getting them out every day, removing that bad bacteria from our mouths. It's really important. In fact, there's some research that just came out linking some bad bacteria in our mouths, specifically Prevotola is the name, to negative COVID outcomes. So we're really, we're seeing more links to the oral systemic health. You know, it's being linked to heart disease, Alzheimer's, diabetes, you know, um, preterm labor and delivery. I mean, it's, it's really a big deal. So um, what we do at my house to make it easy with flossing is I I do get those floss sticks, you know, we rinse them and reuse them because the best ones I found are, are the plastic ones, which I don't like. Um, but anyway, so we keep them in a bowl on the nightstand. Mm-hmm. And so every night when we're in reading our nighttime stories and saying goodnight, we floss. And then my girls just kind of lay in my lap or I plop them down on a beanbag chair or on their bed. Um, I do like parents to lay kids back for brushing and flossing, ideally, just like the dentist lays you back <clears throat> at the dental office. There's a reason for that. You can see so much better what you're doing. And so um, we lay our kids back for brushing and flossing still. My girls are five and seven. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So. I, I I never thought about that. And, and the, 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 the routine, adding the flossing to that routine it is phenomenal. Like we have the routine for, for my son. And uh, we do the flossing, but not, I have to admit that it's so hard to do it. You, you just gave me an idea. And for you guys to, who are listening, add it to your routine from the get-go. Like we add, we always had a routine as well. He goes to bed at a, at a he, he has a schedule and, but um, with the flossing is it's, it's hit or miss with him, you know, yeah. which is great that we're having this conversation because it encourages parents to kind of like reinforce that because Dr. Stacy is doing this guys day in and day out while we're doing our different jobs she sees this on a daily basis so that's why we have these podcast informative informative podcasts so yeah you could potentially make changes right excellent totally i mean i say honestly flossing is such a big deal if i say to all my patients and uh families if i had if i were forced to go on a desert island and i could only bring a toothbrush or floss i would always bring floss every single time no matter what, it's so important because your tongue, it, it kind of cleans the outside of your teeth for you to a degree. If you're eating pretty healthy food and not a lot of um, sugars and carbohydrates. So flossing is so important. And I like what you said. It's anytime you're starting something new, it's good to attach a new habit to an existing habit or routine. So that's why it's, it's helped a lot of families to just do that flossing during nighttime story or during your nighttime snuggles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that helps. Um, the, the next thing I really love is hydration. Of course, you know, that keeps our saliva healthy. We all need lots of water. Um, and then nasal breathing. So the other thing that we really emphasize is breathing through our nose noses. So there there's, there's getting more buzz about this. Um, James Nestor wrote this awesome book called breath. I highly recommend it. And I, I really like to listen to it. So if you all do audible or books on tape, I highly recommend this. Um, but anyway, we're becoming more and more mouth breathers and that's not great. We're supposed to be breathing through our noses. You get more oxygen through your nose. It filters, it warms the air. 
Um, nitric oxide is released, which has a lot of tremendous health benefits downstream. Mm -hmm. Um, but also if you breathe through your mouth, you're changing your microbiome and you're drying out your oral tissues, you're drying out your teeth and all you're creating an environment for more of the bad bacteria to grow. And so, um, kids, like there are so many parents that are like, we're doing everything right. Like, why does my kid keep getting cavities? And then we talk about, are they mouth breathing? Are they snoring at night? Are they, you know, having issues breathing through their nose? And a lot of times the answer is yes. And so then it's unpacking that, um, with their pediatrician, an ENT, either maybe a oral myofunctional therapist to kind of figure out why is your child breathing through their mouth and how do we course correct that and get them back to nasal breathing? Because it's hugely important for for systemic and optimal health. Wow. I I was not aware of that. I do know that nasal breathing is so much more beneficial in terms of other aspects of health, we hear it, like you said, a lot more buzz lately with that or the mouth taping even. My son, I don't think would really go, would go for that. I encourage him to do a lot more, no, uh, you know, nasal breathing, but uh, I wasn't aware of that, that when you, <clears throat> with nasal breathing, it actually dries up yeah. uh, bacteri- bacteria, is that what you said? It, well, it dries out your oral tissue. So zero don't xerostomia is dry mouth. And so a lot of elderly people have xerostomia. If you've undergone radiation or cancer therapies, um, you'll have xerostomia and then just mouth breathing too. And so it just means dry mouth and it, 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 it really significantly increases your cavity risk and your gum disease risk. So, um, yeah, I lip tape or mouth tape every night. I personally do it every single night. I probably will for the rest of my life. Um, Anyway, that might be a different podcast too. Yes, but, but if you read, if you guys read um, "Breath" by by James Nestor, uh, you'll learn a lot. And and Mark Brehenna at Ask the Dentist talks so much about this too. So those Does are great he, resources. Yeah, J- yeah. James, James Nestor, I will take notes. Nestor, Nestor. Yeah, it's such it. a good book, and I oh, really I've... recommend to listen to it because he reads it and it's just phenomenal. He has oh, a great, I great love... voice. Nice. I love that. I, I, I do prefer audible for whatever reason. Yeah. Actually, uh, thank you so much for answering. That was phenomenal. Now this yeah. tie up with what we were just talking about. You had one of your posts that uh, I actually reshared because I found it so <laughs> uh, obviously uh, important. So your post was uh, nutrients for healthy teeth. And you said mm-hmm. without vital tooth nutrients in your diet, your risk of cavity skyrockets. So what are the top nutrients you recommend for healthy teeth? So the big ones that get a lot of talk with um, teeth are fat-soluble vitamins. So ideally A, D, um, E, and K. And vitamin D3 and K2 work together. Um, So we can't emphasize fat-soluble vitamins enough. And of course, calcium is hugely important. Um, with that, you know, it's really important to have magnesium. Magnesium helps facilitate um, how our body's utilizing D3. Um, omega-3s are hugely important. General antioxidants, B vitamins, phosphorus, vitamin C, zinc, um, trace minerals. So there, there's a lot, but the big ones really are the fat-soluble vitamins and calcium and also probiotics. So again, we want to be, we want more good bacteria in our mouths than bad. 
I went to this lecture once where I love the way he described it. This, the lecturer said, you know, if you walk into a movie theater and all the seats are full, there's nowhere for you to sit. That's the idea of our microbiome. We want all good bacteria in those seats in the movie theater so that when the bad bacteria walks into that movie theater, there's, there's nowhere. nowhere for them to go. So you want to crowd them out. So that is through probiotics and, you know, your naturally fermented foods, you know, your sauerkraut, your kimchi, your natto, your tempeh, um, fermented pickles, all kefir. of those things, kefir, yep, yogurt. If it's, you know, of course, try to get grass fed and high quality dairy. It's really important too, um, because what the animals eat ultimately becomes what you eat, right? Yep. So anyway, um, those are the big ones. And, you know, this, this is neither here nor there. It's just a simple observation I have, but I do see a lot of undermineralized teeth in children of vegan moms. Um, and children that are raised vegan. And so I used to be vegan. So this is not taking a side or choosing. I, I happen to eat quality animal products now. Um, but it's more just to be educational that if you are choosing to eat a more vegetarian or vegan diet, you do need to make sure that you're supplementing or being very mindful about how you are getting those nutrients that are harder to find um, in a plant-based diet. So, um, again, that tends to be a lot of the, of course, iron and the K2 and the B12s. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you can do it, you can do it, but you just need to be super mindful about it. And again, this is just a clinical observation. I have spoken to colleagues who are seeing it too. It'd be an interesting research study. Um, but we're seeing more and more undermineralized and hypoplastic enamel in, in kids. Um, wow. and it's really concerning to me. I mean, it's, it's getting really it's getting bad. There's actually an uh, organization in Australia. I don't remember the name of it, but it's basically like advocates for hypoplastic teeth, you know, because it's, it's becoming an issue. And it's not just because of the vegan diet. It's just because um, I think we're eating less nutrient dense food, more processed foods. And also, you know, a lot of us have GI issues. So our absorption is affected. We're not absorbing our nutrients properly. And then trace minerals are gone, you know, our soils depleted. Yeah. And so putting trace minerals back into your water, I really recommend that too. Um, and that will help keep your teeth healthy. I mean, basically to keep healthy teeth, it's the same way we, you should be eating to keep a healthy body as well. But just like bone, our teeth do need a lot of calcium and those fat soluble vitamins to really thrive. Um, so those are the big ones. Excellent. Thank you. So I, I, I was reading and I've actually uh, was, I think, one of the po on another podcast, but um, when you supplement with vitamin D3 and K2, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, when you supplement with those two, what, what it does is um, K2, wait, is it calcium? Wait, what do you supplement when you take calcium? Do, or is it the K2 that makes it so the calcium goes to the right areas? Yes, I was exactly. That. Good job. So, yes. There so you K, go. K2 is the director. Yeah. So K, K2 was only discovered very recently in the 1930s by um, Dr. Weston Price, who's sort of the um, father of holistic functional dentistry, if you will. And he did a lot of research um, with these ancestral 
humans and try, you know, more native tribes that are eating more whole foods. And he got a lot wrong with his research. He's, you know, he's criticized for that, but the real issue, the real benefit of him is he started the conversation that, Hey, let's start talking about the diet, you guys, because look at these, these ancient civilizations, they didn't have cavities. They didn't have airway issues. They had nice wide jaws. They didn't need braces and orthodontics. Like what's going on? What has changed? Um, but anyway, he discovered K2. So K2, it keeps the calcium where it's supposed to be. It keeps it in your bone. It keeps it in your teeth instead of your Your arteries arteries. Mm -hmm. or, you know, people who sometimes not always, but sometimes if you're really prone to a lot of tartar buildup and calculus buildup on your teeth, you know, that's that hard, um, plaque that the hygienist has to scrape off. Sometimes that can be a sign of K2 deficiency. Um, so just something to look into and to speak to your either naturopathic or functional medicine doctor about, but it's believed just like D3, many people are K2 deficient. And so, and so vitamin D is really blowing up headlines right now too, because it helps with immune response, especially with COVID. I cannot emphasize enough to know your D, your vitamin D levels. I mean, go get a blood test. You have to have a baseline. You shouldn't just be blindly supplementing. Um, you know, I've, I just took mine knowing all I know, doing all I do. And I was so deficient. I have no idea why, but so then I'm just up. It, it allowed me to know how to up my, my daily intake. Um, so it's yeah. really good to know, to Absolute. know that through, through labs. Absolutely. Uh, even, even with myself, like I, I, I was not deficient, thankfully, but I forced myself to be out there during the summer, you know, take my breaks, go and expose myself to the sun. And I'm always, you know, trying to get as much sun as I, well, I'm at the garden and things like that. Right. But, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting that my husband, he works, um, uh, outside and he was deficient because he has um uh hypothyroidism i think he's also he has uh, issues as well so yeah. it was right disconnected vitamin yeah. d3 like you said guys it is so crucial to know your numbers to know your levels actually and supplement yeah. accordingly and actually during the winter which um i've spoken to this in the past um uh, and i know even some uh, athletes out there, they are supplementing up to 20,000 IUs, but yeah. don't, don't do this. You know, if you're going to, you got to talk to your doctor, but uh, yeah. I've supplemented, you know, up, upwards because uh, I'm in New York. So, you know, 12,000 IUs at some point yeah. when I was kind of deficient. So definitely look for your numbers. Awesome. So yeah, let's keep moving along. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Did you have anything else to say about, well, I just, I do want to say, do, I mean, work with a doctor, you know, don't just randomly vitamin D is actually a hormone and you can take too much of it. So you really should know your numbers and maybe you do need 10,000 or 12,000 a day for a certain period of time until your levels normalize again. Right. Um, but that's why you really need to go get full workup. I, and I, you know, ideally prefer working with like naturopathic or functional medicine doctors because they're going to run labs that, a lot of more allopathic or traditional doctors won't. And to be clear, you know, I do believe in both functional and traditional medicine working together. That's, that's really what functional medicine is. It's, it's, you know, you use traditional Westernized medicine for acute issues. And then you look more for like holistic, naturopathic answers for more chronic issues. Right. So, but, but the, I agree. The, the D3 is hugely important. 
It is. And you know what? You, I've actually said in many of my podcasts, I, unfortunately it's the reality when it comes to to certain practitioners i personally have i i always ask um you know why my pcp i would go in and and i would ask request certain tests and he's like what is all this yeah i'm like can you just please run it and let's make sure my insurance covers it and and so you know you you got to be your own advocate sometimes you do and sometimes their ranges of normal are different than what a naturopathic doctor may say. So, you know, a lot of the averages are averages for the United States population. Well, we're really sick, you guys. So our numbers yes. are great. So sometimes you want to be more optimal than the average and, yes. and they they may not speak of that. And that's the issue with the pre-diabetes thing that's going on. They're not diagnosing pre-diabetes, you only get a diagnosis if you're diabetic. Well, by that point, it's really hard to self-correct. And, you know, so again, if you are able to work with a functional medicine or a naturopathic doctor, at least to just get your initial baseline labs done, I mean, I would try to do that if you can. Yeah. Right. And also I'm going to add some links uh, to our show notes where you could actually go to a, it's called walking labs and they actually, you actually purchase the tests that you need if you don't have insurance and you could actually get those labs sent to your house, you, you know, saliva, urine, whatever, and you yep. send it back and they send you the results. Awesome. Let's move on to our next to our next question. Cause we have a few more questions. Um, so what don't you tell us uh, about oil pulling and tell us. Yeah. Why? Because you are the uh, holistic dentist, <laughs> if we will, if you will. So, why don't you tell our audience about coconut um, oil pulling? Which I do it. I've actually shown myself on my stories doing it because walk the talk. And um, and so, why don't you tell them why it is in quackery? And I've said this before, but I want them to hear it from you. Yeah, sure. So, oil pulling. I oil pull every morning. Um, oh, you do it every used- morning. I do every morning. Well, I mean, you know, I try most mornings, most mornings. Um, you know, I used to probably a decade ago, roll my eyes at it too. So, but I believe in it. I mean, absolutely. So it's, first of all, it's very research-based. So you can go on PubMed or, or NIH or the Cochrane review, and there are studies about oil pulling. So oil pulling is a um, ancient practice in Ayurvedic medicine, which is the original, um, medicine philosophy, um, dating back thousands of years. And they used to use sesame oil. Um, but I personally use coconut oil, which most people do because it just tastes better. Mm-hmm. But coconut is very antibacterial. And um, just the action of moving and switching that oil around does have antibacterial effects to it. It dislodges bacteria, it cleanses and soothes your gum tissue. Um, and I don't knock it till you try it, honestly. So not only is it research back, backed on truly lowering your bacterial load, but after you do it, your teeth feel amazing. See, it does. They feel so good. Yes. And so it, they, it helps fill in microporosities. You know, some people notice their teeth look whiter. Um, you know, I don't claim that, but some people really do think that that they see that that happens with them. And it might be because it's loosening up, you know, residual staining or from their coffee or their tea. Um, but studies have shown that oil pulling can be as, as effective as medical grade, um, anti-plaque or anti-gingivitis treatments. Wow. So, um, anyway, you can check it out. I mean, do, do the research for yourself. That's the other thing. 
go to PubMed, go to Cochrane, go to the National Institute of Health. It's real easy to just in the search bar, put in any topic you want to. I, I, I can't emphasize, you know, being your own advocate enough yep. and getting the information yourself because there's so much information out there. Who do you believe? Who don't you believe? You know, those sources are evidence-based and I, and I will say evidence-based is important, but so is clinical practice. And so, you know, a truly mindful provider will use all of it. So, you know, my 15 years of clinical practice has taught me so much Mm -hmm. that perhaps every single research study isn't out to validate, but research is very important. So, um, yeah, I love oil pulling, try it. Let me know how you think. Awesome. Yeah. I love it too. I don't do it as often as I would like. Uh, I also, what I do is, I don't know how you feel about that, but if I feel that I'm coming down with something or like a little bug or, you know, runny nose during the winter, whenever, or just because I add a few drops of already diluted uh, oregano oil. Oh yeah. So oregano is good. Right. Because oregano is one of the most potent antibacterial, natural mm-hmm. antibiotics uh, there are. Right. So I like yes. to add a little drop to that. I got to get my son to it. But um, it's it's really awesome. And so you feel really good. Thank you so much for answering that. Let's move on to the next question. Um, how so during this pandemic, I'm going to I'm going to mention that because it's relevant. Um, a lot of places are closed, including the dentist. Uh, mm-hmm. Unless you have an emergency, you really cannot go. Maybe now that some of them are open, but because of this whole thing. So how to manage how do you manage dental issues at home? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did a post on that during the middle of lockdown. But this is important too if you can't get in for a few days or you can't reach somebody. Um, so managing issues at home in a more natural way, you know. So you mentioned oregano oil. I love oregano oil. Um, it can be used for your sinuses. It can yes. be used to gargle with for gingivitis. Some parents will put it on little abscesses as they're waiting for us to decide if we're going to take a tooth out or something. The key though is it's very strong. So make sure it's very diluted. diluted. It will burn. It will create an ulcer. Um, But I love oregano oil. And it can be used for ear infections, all kinds of stuff. You guys can look that up. Um, I love clove oil too. So clove is used in dentistry, even traditional dentistry as an, um, an analgesic, like a pain reliever, and it's antimicrobial too. And so if you have like an ulcer or a sore spot um, or teething with babies, you dilute in your carrier oil some clove oil and it can have a very soothing effect to it. Um, I love Arnica and Camellia, the homeopathic um, medications for um dental pain or discomfort. So you can't overdose on homeopathics. You know, you can look those up, but I do love those um, over the counter. You can get them at most grocery stores and pharmacies now. Um, If you're having a toothache, you know, really sticking to softer foods can help um, making sure you're getting your nutrition, but smoothies and cold really does help too. You know, cold is anti-inflammatory. It's soothing. So if a child has a toothache or a lesion or they had trauma, I will recommend for parents to ideally make your own popsicles without added sugar. But sugar. if not, you know, um, popsicles are good. 
organic, you know, you could just yeah. go to the, usually the, orga- the organic ones have less sugar and you could choose something with less sugar. I'm sort of cut yep. you off. Yeah. Oh no, you're fine. Yeah. Just being mindful of the sugar. You're absolutely right. It's the sugar content we're worried about and, and like food dyes and natural flavors. Yeah. Um, natural flavors should be concerning too. Um, increase your hygiene too, you know, if you can't get in the dentist for a while, floss, 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 you know, brush and floss, tongue scrape, you know, tongue scraping is great. I do that too. That's, that helps not only stimulate lymphatic drainage, but it's literally scraping the bacteria and food particles off your, your tongue. And there's different stainless steel tongue scrapers out there. Um, oil pulling, like we just talked about, eating healthy, sleeping, resting, you know, all of that. But of course, if you're having a dental issue, it's best to be seen by a professional. So try to get in as soon as possible. Perfect. And you said salt water rinse, which I remember when I was growing up, uh, all of these things, I didn't know there were Arnica tablets. I use it on my back. But remember my grandmother, if you had a toothache, my grandmother would say, get a, now we have clove oil, which we're more sophisticated, but she would get a clove and put it in the tooth Ah. that was hurting. Yeah, I don't know, and and it would be, uh, I guess, pain and also soothing. So yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, salt water rinse. It's not just an old wives' tale. It really works. Salt water is an antiseptic. It does. Um, so gargling and rinsing with salt water not only helps soothe, but it will expedite healing. Um, baking soda can help too. So baking soda is more alkalizing, and that will help recreate a positive, healthy microbiome in your mouth as well. So. Um, those are just some other rinses that you can do. Good stuff. Um, so tying it up to that a little bit, I was watching one of uh, your stories, guys, by the way, uh, last night while I was looking at everything, getting ready for the podcast, I go to Dr. Stacy's. Uh, I had already put together the guide and I was telling her before I go check her stories. You have to number one, obviously go follow her on Instagram. Um, but, um, so Dr. Stacy, uh, what is your handle again? Yeah, it's doctor spelled out underscore Stacy. It's S T A C I. Easy, Doctor Stacy, right? Underscore Stacy. And her stories. Uh, she had a Q and A, and people were asking these um, phenomenal questions. And I was like, Oh my god, I already have my guide. So I added this to there because. So go check out the Q and A's. Actually, check out her entire page because you will be blown away by the amount of information and tools to. Um, upgrade your dental health so what are the best ways from there to protect an animal and restore an animal naturally um good question so the protecting is a lot of the things we already spoke about so well-rounded diet you know those fat soluble vitamins lots of calcium great hygiene nasal breathing avoiding acidic things so the lemon water craze, you know, I love lemon water too, and it has tremendous health benefits. It's not great for your tea. So try to drink it with a straw Straw, or try to rinse with regular water after. Um, but you know, acidic things can really contribute to enamel damage. Um, kombucha also. Kombucha. Yes. I I think thank you for saying that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. To, just real quick, it happened to me, guys. You know, we're all trying to be on this healthy journey and eating healthier foods and blah blah blah. And here I am sipping on kombucha. I yes. started making it. I'm making it myself, and um, I my teeth started getting so weak. Some of my 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 feelings were uh, what is it now? Uh, the or cracking things like that. 
and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, what is going on? I'm, I'm doing all these healthy things. And turns out that kombucha, I wasn't using yeah. it raw. And yeah. I think kombucha was what really, uh, I had, a, I ended up going to the, to the, to the dentist. I had, uh, yeah, I had some, some cracked, uh, one of my teeth cracked, cracked in the back and, and yeah. had a filling and stuff like that. So be mindful. Yeah, acid is bad. And also with kombucha, kombucha usually is very high in sugar. So it's part of the fermentation process. So try to find brands or make it yourself with less sugar. And again, like everything, try to drink it in one sitting. Don't sip it all day. It's right. the same with carbonated water, soda water. I'm a La- I'm a LaCroix addict. I will fully admit it. Oh, really? but. But LaCroix, it, it has a lower pH. It's acidic. Um, right. So it can damage. I mean, water is neutral and that is ideal, plain water. So yeah, yeah. just be what, mindful. Absolutely. What I was going to say with kombucha is like when I was making it myself, I was testing it. So uh, when I, I try to actually purposely make it more because the, 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 the SCOBY, you know, symbiotic um, mm-hmm. colony of bacteria and yeast feeds off of that sugar. So I used to make it a lot more acidic because I, I read the benefits and obviously you don't want the sugar. So let, let the scoby consume the sugar. And when you, I would test it, you know, and be a little more acidic, but regardless, anyway, sorry about that deviating you guys. So going back to the enamel, how to restore it. Yeah. Remineralizing it. So this is a big one. So this is something I wish more dentists spoke about, learned about, knew about, um, but our enamel can heal itself. It can remineralize. Just like I spoke about earlier, our teeth are dynamic. They're constantly remineralizing and demineralizing throughout the day. If we catch a cavity early, this is why it's really important to see a a dentist regularly. And I recommend you bring your children in around the age of one. But, um, and that's a lot for educational purposes, for prevention, right? Um, so if you catch it, if you catch a cavity early, you have the opportunity to heal it. And, but you know, not all cavities can be healed deeper cavities deep, you know, if they're closer into the nerve, you have a really hard time to do that. But if they're still in the enamel, you have an opportunity and we have a whole protocol at my office that we use. It starts with ozone, ozone gas that we, we administer here, um, which helps kill the bacteria um, parents go home with some ozonated avocado oil that they can apply directly on the cavity lesion that's continuing to kill the bacteria. Oh and um, yeah, ozonated avocado oil. We need, okay, do you have a, what do we get that? We, I need pure, like a case so of it. Pure O3 is the company I really like. They're um, heavily researched and um, they have a lot of backing with their studies on their products. Um, it will say it's a skin salve um, for various marketing reasons, but all it is is avocado oil that's been ozonated. So I use it for everything in my house. We use it for bee stings, scrapes, warts, burns. Oh, wow. Parents have told me they use it for rosacea, um, psoriasis, you know, dry spots. Cause again, ozone's antibacterial, antifungal, antiparasitic, antimicrobial. 
Um, you don't want to overuse a lot of these things too. That's the thing like with silver too, you know, silver is an antimicrobial. It does help with an acute issue, but you don't want to chronically be using it because it will kill some of the good bacteria Bacteria, too. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Uh, colloidal silver. I I actually read about that years ago, which I don't really consume it a lot, but you know, to gargles when you have like a sore throat, things like a that. Sore but it throat. Will, will kill your, your bacteria. I'm just you just don't want to use it every single day. But these are the protocols we're doing. We usually will do these anywhere from, I don't know, two months to six months with a child um, until we see stabilization. So cell salts work too. Um, you know, again, that's kind of homeopathic, but um, 6C and 12C are the cell salts that can help rebuild enamel. Obviously, a really ideal diet filled with those fat-soluble vitamins and all the things that Western Price and Dr. Stephen Lynn, who wrote The Dental Diet, is another excellent book to read, um, recommend. Nasal breathing is important. Um, um, I'm trying to think what else we recommend. Lots of calcium, D3, K2, increase in hygiene, you know, um, sometimes parents will apply silver at home to the lesions as well. Um, but it can be done. It 100% can be done. We, we recommend a lot of bone broth, um, you know, organ, organ meats. If your kids will eat those, that's hard. I get it. Um, You know, some they, they make desiccated liver capsules. You want to make sure it's grass-fed and organic, but you can put right. those in smoothies and things. Collagen um, is really important. Cod liver oil, right? Cod liver. Oh, sorry. Yes, that's hugely important. Cod liver oil, probiotics, the baking soda rinses. Um, yeah. So it's I, all this stuff, but it's kind of stuff that is just good to do generally anyway, aside from the antibacterials um, long-term. Just for maintenance, you know, so, um, and we see such tremendous results from these protocols with families that are motivated. That's the thing you have to do the work and, 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 and cutting out processed foods is, is so important and eating on a schedule. And, um, it, we see so many benefits that I'm actually starting, um, I'm going to do a research study on this next year in my office. So look for that hopefully in probably a year or two. There's going to be a research specifically about the use of ozone gas and the remineralization process of um, incipient or small lesions in children. So love it. Definitely reach out. We'll add that too. Because, you, uh, you know, my, every podcast podcast guest has a uh, dedicated page on my website with their links to how to reach them and how to all that. So we'll add that oh, study cool. to your to your page. Great. So um, going to the next question real quick, um, what are some of your favorite products for, um, for optimal dental health in children and for children and then for adults? Yeah. You're going to mention a couple. Yeah, sure. This goes back to the remineralization one too. Um, I'm in love with hydroxyapatite right now. So I'm not a big fluoride fan. You guys can go to my Instagram page to read about why I'm not, I'm not going to dive down that rabbit hole right now, but um, okay. particularly systemic fluoride. But anyway, hydroxyapatite um, is what is normally found in our enamel. It is what is lost during an acid attack. And so there are now many hydroxyapatite toothpaste on the market to help remineralize. And the research is very, very promising with them. It's, it's showing that hydroxyapatite remineralizes enamel as effectively, if not more effectively than fluoride without the systemic concerns. 
So um, Boca is a really great hydroxyapatite toothpaste and Risewell, and they have a kid's version too that I recommend. And I think there's some more, there's, you're going to see more coming out. Um, it's been used in Japan and other countries, of course, for decades and decades. And it's just finally getting to the United States because we're late on everything. But yeah, so I course. love hydroxyapatite toothpaste and that will help remineralize. It actually can help whiten and it can help with tooth sensitivity also. Oh, I need um, that. Yeah, it's what I use. My whole family uses hydroxyapatite. Can you um, find, I'm sorry to cut you off. Can you no, find so I, that at the stores or it's got to be purchased? No, out? you'll go. So I actually have a code for both of those. So if you use Dr. Stacy, D-O-C-T-O-R-S-T-A-C-I at checkout on Boca or Risewell's website, you get, for Boca, you get 20% off products. And for Risewell, you get 10% off. So just oh. a heads up. Thank you. Um, yeah, that I, I suspect they'll be in bo- big box stores soon, but not quite yet. Um, I love tongue scrapers, like we talked about. Again, that's helping remove um, bacteria and the fissures in of your tongue and removing food particles. People always ask, "Is it okay to brush your tongue instead?" Brushing does help, but the tongue scraping—you'll see once you do it—it it really gets a lot of yuck. It's different, right? And it's almost like massaging your tongue too, again, for that lymphatic drainage. Um, And I love Risewell, like we just mentioned, has an alkalizing rinse that I really like. I do not like hardly any conventional mouth rinses because most of them have alcohol, they have dyes, chemicals, and they're acidic. Here's the thing too, most commercial toothpaste, I am not going to name any brand names, but let's just say, think of your very big companies that have toothpaste. If you test the pH, they're acidic. So you're brushing with an acidic product. So it's not great for enamel. They say there's a reason. They say they like the acidity because it helps open the tubules of the tooth to allow the fluoride to penetrate. Uh, Don't buy that. It's an acidic product. So it's damaging your enamel. So Look for, you know, more natural, holistic toothpaste. Go on the environmental working group. I recommend to check out all your products there. But the Risewell rinse is a rinse I can get behind because it is alkalizing truly and it's it's pretty clean. Um, I personally don't use a, a rinse besides oil pulling. Um, I do like Sonicare toothbrushes too. I, do, I, like, I like the sonic action. The research is pretty supportive that they really do clean better um access more areas and crevices and um so i use the sonic care excellent i do like that sonic care uh i think a lot of those you know the the brushes with the you know what what are those called um like the spin brushes the spin brushes i was gonna say yeah spin though i think that they work phenomenal i yeah you know so very cool thank you for asking that i was just posting uh on, on instagram Did you, is there anything i'm gonna add one more um, that I personally do, and that's the lip taping or the mouth taping too for oral health. Because again, I found out when I sleep, my mouth pops open and I breathe through my mouth. And it has to do for me personally, again, you need to know what your root cause is. For me, it's my jaw relationship. Um, my jaws are off. I probably could benefit from a jaw surgery. I'm probably not ever going to do that. So I just physically tape my lips together. I know it sounds crazy, but again, it's blowing up in the research. Most all functional medicine doctors and dentists are recommending it, assuming you do not have any sort of sleep apnea or nasal obstruction. So you do want to work with a provider before you start lip taping. I don't recommend it in young children. They need 
you know, to be cleared by an ENT and their pediatrician and this, that, and the other, but I do it nightly. And not only is it helping my oral health, but I wake up feeling refreshed, you know, because it's allowing me, it's allowing me to get into deep restorative sleep. Generally, if you're mouth breathing, snoring, grinding, you are not getting into deep sleep. You're staying in a state of very light sleep. And so um, I can't emphasize that enough. And again, you know, there's lots of resources out there. So look around. There are. Well, I, you know, that's something that I haven't jumped on just yet. I kind of force myself to, you know, when I'm walking, exercising, uh, to try to, you know, nasal breathing. But uh, the tape, wow, that's interesting. I, I've, I've been hearing about a, a, a lot, about it a lot, uh, you know, metabolic mic a lot of people do it yeah yeah guys uh another one more reason to jump on the uh math taping wagon (laughs) uh very cool all right so we're gonna we're kind of getting close to the end of our podcast this is actually the last question um what would you recommend to someone dealing with this is actually one of the questions that came in i actually just sent um, I was here sending something on Instagram, asking them one last chance to send their questions because they always send the questions at the last minute. Uh, <laughs> this, this, this is one that, um, came in actually yesterday, uh, when I was putting things together, what would you recommend to, uh, to someone dealing with a dying tooth or decay as a holistic dentist? So let's say they went to their regular di- dentist and the doctor, which the doctor said, you know, your, your tooth is dying Yeah, and you're going to have to do a crown. Yeah, or a root canal. Usually if a tooth, if the nerve is dying or necrotic, it indicates a root canal. So root canals, I know, are very, getting a lot of press and are very controversial. Um, and I agree with it for the most part. So I think a majority of root canals that are done, unfortunately, are not done properly or thoroughly, especially if they're being done by a general dentist and not an endodontist, because the endodontist has amazing microscopes and tools to really make sure that they're seeing every canal in your tooth. Even with that being said, most are not using proper antibacterials. And so what's happening is you can seal in bacteria inside the tooth and it can create tremendous amount of systemic issue. Um, Dr. Blodgett is an amazing page to follow. Um, Kelly is a very good friend of mine. And he is, has made a career out of addressing people's failing root canals. And it can affect your meridians. You know, every, there's tooth meridians too. So every tooth is associated with a different organ system in the body. So a lot of times if you're having a lot of GI issues or, you know, even cancer. Who knows? I know. I mean, it's Breast hard. cancer. Yeah. Yeah. There does seem to be a link. It's, you know, it's not solidified in the research yet, but you know your body. I mean, listen to your body. And there's so many case reports of patients having these infected teeth removed and feeling systemically better. That being said, if your root canal teeth are not bothering you, I don't recommend everyone just goes out and gets all their teeth pulled out because there's consequences to that too. You know, um, you implants fail, they're expensive, they they don't always work. So if your tooth's dying, I mean, I, I love I love the idea of saving teeth. Mother Nature has them there for a reason. Um, but I would try to find an integrative or more functional endodontist, which kind of like me, there's only a couple in the whole country 
the one I love, and I personally have had a couple root canals done by her because I had a bike trauma, um, is Val Cantor in LA. And so I personally think it's really worth trying to save your teeth. Um, yes, you might need to fly to see her, but honestly, I bet it would be less expensive than, you know, having your tooth extracted and then an implant and then a crown and this, that, and the other, but she can't save every tooth either. So, you know, be wary of root canals but I do think they can be done properly. You know, she will, she uses ozone gas and non-toxic materials to really wash out and disinfect. It's, it, it, I felt like there was a car wash going on in my tooth because wow. I, I experienced it. It was so cool. And my, I had little lesions where my previous root canals were failing. They're completely healed now. So she oh, did an amazing yeah. job. She found yeah. an extra canal in my tooth that was completely messed. So just know there are resources out there. Um, but I, I also don't like people just living in fear. You know, if you happen to have root canals, I don't want you that weighing down on you every day. Um, but sometimes, you know, getting your root canals checked with a CT scan is usually the best to see if there's a low-grade infection happening. And certainly if you're having systemic issues, a lot of naturopaths and functional medicine doctors, they still fail to, to look in the mouth, you know, and so it could be something happening in your mouth. So I do, I do recommend just doing, doing some research, but Val Cantor in LA is awesome. Oh, that's great. Thank you for that tip. You know, and that's very important that you just mentioned uh, to, to have a CT scan. I, I, I'm not a fan of CT scans uh, either. Is there another way to check that it's not with us? I actually wrote an article on CT scans in, in how comparable they are to like, you know, because of radiation, whatever. But yeah. is there another way to check those? Um, no, CT scan Not is it? Not really. There, there's like some thermal um, scanning that's out there, but it's not completely accurate. So, you know. Thermography or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is it. Um, it. That's a great tool. And I think Dennis can use it. But I've talked to Val about this and Kelly Blodgett. And really the CT scan is the most accurate to really understand, you, you know, you may just need one in your lifetime. So I do understand the radiation concerns, but um, honestly, a lot of these machines now are digital and it's pretty low dose. I mean, we're getting more radiation sometimes being outside, going on a flight or from our, you know, cell phones cell and phone iPads day, and computers. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's, it's a concern. You want to limit it, but um as of right now, it is it is the best way to determine that. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm just keeping an eye. I apologize, and I mean I'm not being rude. I'm just watching because sometimes they do have questions. But um, you know, it's it, um, I do have root canals. Something that you just mentioned, uh, it is something that weighs very heavily on on me because I do have root canals from the past, and um, I've been meaning to have them checked. I just saw a biological dentist and um, it's something that's very expensive. So yeah, uh, because it's out of pocket, unfortunately we do, I advocate for that, you know, to try to get more, I've signed petitions. You guys know that I do light uh, activism because I can it's spend a lot of time when it comes to the food system, all that, but with this also, we've done a little bit. What are, tying it up to that before we close, what are some ways that people can actually get to see you guys and do insurance companies work with you guys now? Maybe something. It depends. It depends. The problem is a lot of what we do in the technology we use 
it's very expensive, you know? So the laser, so I use lasers in my office too, like laser dentistry. We don't use a drill. So that way I don't have to, I'm not using anesthetic or Novocaine in kids most of the time. Um, ozone machines, you know, all the extra classes and to have the best team and the education and all this, it's really, unfortunately, it's expensive for the provider and insurance companies don't reimburse us for it. It's, nope. we just, we write it off. So, um, that's, that, that's hard to run a business that way. So I, I do take insurance. Um, they're limited, but I take a few, um, you know, I, I think saving your money too. I mean, this is your health. So maybe it means you don't go to Starbucks every day or that adds up. Right. And plus Starbucks is mostly terrible for your teeth and for your body. Why would you want all that sugar in one cup? You know what I mean? You know, I know Dr. Blodgett says this to his patients too. He's like, so maybe it's one less long weekend away to the beach or on some little getaway, uh, or you just save up, you have a spending account through your, it, it, it is unfortunate. And hopefully soon, kind of like naturopathic medicine, more insurances will pick up on it. I think as more providers, yeah, as more providers get trained, you know, we're hoping to create like an institute of functional dentistry. Um, oh, great. So that we'll start training more providers. So it's coming. I promise you it's coming but it may be another three, five, 10 years before it's super mainstream. I mean, I'm hoping that it's like a residency after dental school that you can go and get your functional dentistry certificate. So um, I'm working on it, guys. I promise. Oh my God, that's great news, you guys. For those of you looking to go to, uh, you know, dentistry school like that, uh, follow Dr. Stacy because a lot of things, the good things are in the horizon. So anyway, this will concludes our podcast. We are definitely going to have to have a second one because there's so much information <laughs> and Dr. Stacy uh, brain picking you a little bit, but um, I appreciate you. I love the work that you're doing. Thank I, you. I am a fan and that's why you're here and hopefully we'll have you again. And yeah, I'd love to. Awesome. I I wanted to thank you for your time and for all of the answers. Anything you wanted to close with? No, I mean, just, just floss. Everyone just floss. (laughs) Floss (laughs) Floss and eat the rainbow is my message. But no, I hope everyone's hanging in there. It's been a hard year. I know. And you're, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just doing the best we can. And just know that knowledge is power. Absolutely. Be your own. Like I always say, be your own um, advocate self-healers. We always promote that. Uh, guys, I just wanted to remind you that um, you could connect with Dr. Stacy on her website. It is um, drstacy.com. That is spell it out, doc, doctor, and then S-T-A-C-I.com. You're going to find out all of that on my show notes. Also, you could reach out and um, follow her on Instagram at instagram.com, Dr. Dr underscore Stacy. And, um, what is the other, other ways they could reach out? Um, they could get in touch with you. Well, if you're looking to become a patient, we do believe it or not have patients that fly to see us. Um, or we are doing email, phone and virtual consults too. You can go to, um, my office page, nopokids.com. That's N O P O. It stands for North Portland. We call this part of town, Nopo. So it's nopokids.com and there'll be a lot of information there too and what services we offer. And um, if you want to become a patient, we're taking new patients. So I'd love to help. 
Perfect. I I love that, guys. If you are in the uh, Portland, Oregon area, or if you want to fly in, a lot of people do that uh, nowadays because uh, you will be investing. Like we were talking about saving and stuff like that. That's what I've been doing. I uh, save uh, in a, to invest in my health. You're not spending. You're you're investing in your health, which is yes. very important. Uh, yes. Another another social media outlet where they could get you uh, that you would be interested or Instagram is it. Well, I'm on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, but um, I look for more YouTube channel happening next year. Right now, Instagram's kind of my main my main jam, but 2021, I have a lot of exciting things happening. So I'll have to come back on that and share those with you. Awesome. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you so much for uh, your time, for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom. It was an absolute pleasure and looking forward to having you again. Thank you, Astrid. I appreciate it. I Be well. It. Awesome. You too. Thank you so much. Hey guys. So today might be your lucky day. I will be picking a few lucky reviewers. Each will win a copy of my ebook, Top 10 Foods for a Super Healthy Lymphatic System. And you will be chosen randomly, of course, and will be contacted once I pick the winners. So go ahead and give me your best review, honest, obviously. And uh, good luck. <laughs>